guys, you already know what the deal is. I am back at it with another episode. And honestly, this one, I am so excited for you guys to hear. So, you gotta tune in. You gotta check it out. And let's go. We spoke earlier about a fundamental switch. And for me this last year, there have been two fundamental switches that have been absolutely pivotal. One has come within my professional career, so my career as a salesman, but really my career being in business, and the other has been in my fitness career. And um, you know, when I think it, when it comes to being a professional salesman, people literally cringe at the idea because what it is that you're doing on a daily basis is you're picking up a phone to talk with someone who you've never spoken with before that honestly probably doesn't want to speak with you. You're going into restaurants, you're going into uh, hotels, you're going into apartment complexes, into all these places to meet people that have never met you before. You're unplanned, you're unscheduled. People think about that and their first thought is, hell no, you could not pay me enough money to, do, to make that happen. And that's just a part of it. I mean, think about after you've already made that initial contact, then what your role is, is to convince them to make a decision that they had not previously considered making. You're quite literally trying to take someone from no and I have no idea. Well, it's not really that. What you're trying to do is take someone that's on the fence about saying yes and make them say yes. But in essence, you're trying to take someone who you've never had contact with and through Logical reasoning, and from a conversational standpoint, you know, put it into their mind that the idea that you're putting on the table is the best idea for them. It's challenging. And it's such a great challenge that the vast majority of people that try sales, that try to be in business, they fail. And I'm not going to claim to be some sort of massive success in sales and in business yet, but I've learned so many great lessons and I truly have a pretty firm grasp of some of the most important fundamentals required to be successful within, I'm not going to say the game, but within the business of business. <laughs> and this is kind of the fundamental switch. You know, once you can get to the point that you look forward to picking up the phone to make the call, because you know that the call is going to lead to the opportunity, that's when you become limitless. You know, there's literally this fundamental switch that occurs that you get to a point where you literally want to make the call. You want to knock on the door. You want to make the introductions. You get to this place versus being in that previous place where you feel obligated and, or you feel like you got to make the call. You just feel like you got to do it. Versus like it's something that you're running towards. And once you recognize that the call itself is the reward, the contract will be the cherry on top. You've got to get to a point where you look forward to doing the hard work. Where you look forward to doing that repeated task over and over and over again. And it's the repeated task that isn't sexy, it's not glamorous, sometimes it makes you think to yourself, why am I doing this? But you do it. You know, this past week, I had scheduled for myself, it was a 26.2 um, mile run. 
and not just any 26.2 mile run, but I'd set the challenge for myself to try and complete a marathon in under three hours and 30 minutes. And look, if you're familiar with running to any degree, what this means is that, you know, to run a marathon at less than three hours and 30 minutes, but more importantly, sustain, you know, the level of activity required to do that. You know, for most people, this would quite literally cause their hearts to explode. And by the way, I went to the hospital because of something somewhat similar a few months ago. Running at this level, it requires a certain degree of mental commitment that few will ever experience, simply because the same thought that has crossed their mind, and it's crossed the mind of many people that have come before you, you it's going to cross yours as well. And that question is simple. Before you run that 26.2 miles, while you're running it, you're going to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Like, why am I here? Why am I challenging myself like this? And, you know, speaking for myself, early in the journey, it was really about number one, hey, I wanted to prove other people wrong. And then I quickly recognized that that was really way too shallow. And I say it's way too shallow because when you're trying to run 26.2 miles, if you're just holding on to the superficial, you're not going to be able to get it done. And so I went from one, trying to prove other people wrong, to two, trying to prove myself right, that I could do this and that I could improve. And, you know, as I grew and I developed within running marathons and then within running ultra marathons, it became increasingly more and more about you know, how can I, how much further can I take this? Like, how much faster can I go over a longer period of time? In essence, what I started to ask myself and how I started to gear all of my thoughts was, you know, how great can I be? Growing up, one of the phrases I heard that had stuck with me a lot, and I'm paraphrasing paraphrasing here for the sake of the story, but, you know, people had always said is, You know, you don't win a marathon by sprinting it. You know, in essence, what these people are saying is slow and steady wins the race. And, you know, there is a great amount of truth to that idea that slow and steady wins the race. Because, you know, in the long run of life, within any sort of professional pursuit, academic pursuit, fitness pursuit, it takes dedicated, consistent effort every single day. That's the steady aspect of it. But I just remember for myself, like, I never found myself being able to fully believe, you know, that saying, because, you know, in the back of my mind, what I was always thinking was, well, what if it, like, what if you could actually sprint the entire marathon? You know, I never once crossed that idea out of the realm of possibility. But in my thinking this, And then I was sharing that idea with other people too. You know, I was quickly reminded of, you know, why indicating your self-belief to others, you know, is most often, it's not appreciated. And what I learned was that, you know, as soon as you tell someone why something can be done that others say can't, and, you know, you haven't yet proved it, what you'll find is that you'll often be met with people telling you all of the reasons why you can't. 
And a lot of them are, are doing it in the way where they feel like, hey, they're just trying to let you down easy. Like, dude, they don't want to hurt your feelings. They want to let you down easy so you don't fail. And, you know, a lot of these people too are, you know, just outright laughing at you. Sometimes to your face, a lot of times behind your back. And the unifying thread amongst, you know, those who achieve and those who don't is really this razor thin line of simply believing and then taking that belief and trying. You know, the only failures I've ever felt were the ones which I accepted. You know, the only failures I have ever felt were the ones where, you know, I didn't go back and I didn't go try to give more from my first effort, where I didn't try to do better. You know, the only true failure that I've ever felt was not failing because I was too afraid to even try. You know, what if I could sprint a marathon? Let's, let's change the tense and try that again. What if you could sprint a marathon? Okay, let's change that one more time. And this time, we're going to prophesy. So let's try it once more. And this one's for you. You can sprint a marathon. If you're listening to this right now, you can sprint a marathon. You know, this thought progression, this has really been the slow and I'd say the marked mental evolution that, you know, I've been on for quite some time. And, you know, what has come of it is this. This past weekend, I sprinted a marathon. And yeah, you know, while I was doing it, it hurt like hell. You know, every single muscle from the bottom of my rib cage on down was literally on fire. Like, I, I don't know if you know the feeling of sitting in a hot bathtub that's quite literally scalding, but when you run at a certain level, that's quite literally how every single muscle, how every single tendon feels. It's just on fire. And it's actually pretty addictive. And, you know, on this too, like, you know, several of my toenails, you know, while I'm running are continuing to turn darker and, you know, darker with these deeper shades of purple because quite literally all of my toes are bruised. But what you got to know about, you know, me sprinting this marathon was that several hours before I sprinted, literally 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, two hours, four hours, five hours before I put on those shoes to start this marathon, my head was in the toilet bowl. And you know what happened was after having eaten processed cheese for literally the first time not eating processed cheese in months, it quite literally felt like my stomach was taking direct punches from Mike Tyson in his prime. And this wasn't just any Mike Tyson, but this Mike Tyson was angry and he was out for revenge. And his culprit or I guess his tactic was my stomach and he was laying it on. And honestly, like, you know, I was grateful to finally have some sort of relief, um, you know, while I was going from, you know, one round to the next round to the next round of puking. And, you know, I'll be honest, like I, I didn't know during that time if, you know, if I was winning or losing or, you know, how it was going to shake out. 
And I really only share that point to help illustrate this one. It's this point. It's that the entire time that I was puking, which, you know, it literally was causing my entire throat to burn with stomach acid because, you know, with the cheese that I'd eaten earlier, I'd also consumed basically two raw jalapenos that were scorching hot. So I had this scorching hot stomach acid just hanging out in my throat, burning me alive. So it was not a good situation. But the entire time that that's happening, I quite literally couldn't wait to put on my running shoes. I, I literally couldn't wait to be putting one foot in front of the other, literally chasing my shadow from one, one lamppost to the next. I couldn't wait. It's all I was thinking about. <laughs> about how much I just wanted to be in the fight. About, you know, how I had a chance to be the man in the arena who was smeared with blood and sweat and tears. And I couldn't wait. It didn't matter to me, you know, the pain that I had in my stomach still. So, look, I mean, check it out. Here, here I am about to try and sprint a marathon. And all of this work that I've been putting in for months is literally being regurgitated. And... I think any person with a rational mind would probably think to themselves in that situation, like, hey, man, I, I don't need to do this today. Uh, I can reschedule this for next week or the week after. Or, you know, maybe they'd say to themselves, all right, you know, I'm still going to do this marathon, but maybe I'm just going to reset my expectations and, you know, take this one kind of easy. And I'll be honest, for about a half second, those thoughts had entered my mind. But just as quickly as those thoughts had entered my mind, another voice came in. And what it said was, not only are you going to still run this race, but you're going to set a new record. And I'm telling you right now that what you think, you will surely prophesy into your own life. You need, you need to come into a place of positivity, and start speaking truth to power over your own life. Today, I am strong, baby. Today, I will defeat all obstacles that come before me. I'm a child of the Most High God, and with this, I'm limitless. Today, I will raise my two arms above my head in victory as I turn all of the words of doubt into fuel for action. I'm a champion. I have greatness cast upon my name. Today, I'm going to live this out. And if you will stay in faith, knowing that what you say will surely come to pass, then you will see doors open that you never envisioned before. And, you know, maybe you're saying to me or yourself right now, well, Robert, you don't know my situation. You know, I, I won't... It just feels like I'm never going to come out of this depression. Or, you know, maybe you're saying or thinking to yourself, you know, I feel stuck in a career and a job or in a relationship. And I'm worried that I'm falling behind while all my peers are getting so much further ahead. You know, maybe the medical reports came back and the outlook, it still isn't looking great. And I'm telling you once more that you need to believe and declare that your best moments are on the way. There are miracles 
of divine intervention happening in the background right now that are going to take you to new places that you've never before been. All that you have to do is have a mustard seed grain of faith. So stay in faith and do the work and do the hard work every single day. And with this, you too shall find out that you are meant to sprint your own marathons.